What's up guys? Welcome into a new episode of Chargers Weekly. On location, finally in person, day two of training camp. Special guest, general manager, Tom Telesco. Tom, I was just telling you, we did this on like the eve of training camp every yes. year. Last year, obviously different. We didn't get to do this. We're in different tiers. Right. Uh, feels good to be back. Feels great to be back. It feels like a real training camp again, having all the fans here for practice. Um, last year was just, it was just so unique and different, not in a good way, just being out here at training camp and having no fans. It's a long football season, so you don't want to practice in, in early August to feel the same as it feels in November. Just don't. So in training camp, to have the fans out here increases the energy, the tempo of practice. Players love to perform in front of people. So um, it's great for our fans to see some of our players in person for the first time, with Justin Herbert being one of them. They've never seen him you know, live and in person before. So just that alone is great to see. And it's a great setup. Our staff does a great job here. Um, you know, really, really conducive to the fans, up close and shaded, and it's great. I remember one of the many conversations we've had in the past. I, you talking about when you were a kid, you and your dad would go to Bill's training camp, and it it was something that you never forget. No. You know, we didn't have that last year, and you, you just said it like yesterday was the first time you got to see Justin Herbert throw football. Yeah, I mean, those are memories you never forget. And uh, it's a big part of my childhood was going, to, you know, one day or two days every summer, going yeah. to training camp with my dad and being right up against the fence, just like these fans are, and watching professional football players practice. Never forgot those. Even, you know, even the drive down to training camp it was great. So, you know, you want everyone else to experience that same thing. And uh, that's why last year was just too bad to happen. But to have everybody out this year, you know, these are like, like great childhood events for kids. You know, so that's great. If, if you could, I don't know if you picked that up, the faint MVP chance. It, it's it's just been so cool to see how these fans have embraced Justin. Obviously, they, they got to see everything that he did. But, you know, you fast or you rewind rather to a year ago, you know, Justin getting second, third team reps. And a year later, reigning offensive rookie of the year. He's built a rapport with so many of these guys on this football team. He was KJ, talking- good job today. Good job today. They had like two or three big catches today. Including a guy Sorry. like KJ Hill. Like, no, I just killed your train of thought. No, you, but no, you, you did a good day because today. It, yeah. it's actually a great segue into like he was throwing to KJ Hill last year. Yes. And, and yeah. You, you saw like when, when Justin came into the mix, Jalen Guyton, uh, T. Billy, yes, uh, yep. KJ was catching balls at the end of the yes, year. Yep. Uh, so to have a year under your belt where you've built some of that chemistry and you can now learn a new offense and, and really get after it in year two. Yeah, I mean – a lot of young players make pretty big jumps from year one to year two. You know, having a full off-season program just to concentrate on football rather than concentrating on the draft process and the combine. So, you know, Justin's no different. But he did a great job with last year is because we told him, you know, we don't know when your opportunity will present itself. We really don't. Um, but you need to be ready for it when it's there. Now, we didn't necessarily think it could happen that early, but yeah. it did happen that early. And he was mentally prepared to play, which is hard for young players um, especially in that, that situation. He handled that so well. You're right, all that work that he did in training camp last year with our young receivers also helped those young receivers. It really did. T. Billy and Jalen Guyton, how they came along during the season. Um, and all that really work comes from training camp. And then K.J. Hill working with Justin. So now they come into year two. Those guys have a pretty good familiarity with those receivers that he's throwing to, not to mention you know, Mike and, and Keenan. Jared Cook, too, uh, Justin was talking about just, hey, this is Jared Cook's 13th training camp. He, he's talking to me about stick routes. And I, I just love Justin's humility that he can learn from anybody. He's, he's only in year two. Uh, what have you noticed about 
everything that he did last year and, and how he approached year two with a new coaching staff, knowing that you got to build upon that success. Yeah, no, he's he's uh, he's never content. He just has a great drive, a drive to be great. Um, he's a perfectionist. And he just he's working at it because there's so much of what a quarterback does as far as getting ready to play that happens outside the white lines. Um, you know, all the preparation, meetings, video, weight room, with your teammates, being a leader. You know, that, that's all part of being part of the job. Also, part of the job is is. Uh, the media portion of it. I mean, the starting quarterback has to do a lot of media obligations. And oh, yeah. Eventually, you know, really, the head coach and the quarterback, they're the face of the franchise. So, um, and he handles that all so well. He's so mature. But then, you know, as we try and build the team and, you know, essentially build around them, build with them, we want a nice mix of, of young players and some veterans, guys like Jared Cook that uh, have worked with different quarterbacks before, been in different offenses. Um, that's how we kind of build this thing. Jared made a great catch down the middle of the field today. Still has a lot of speed. He's a big target, um, but uh, yeah, there's you know players that they don't just learn from coaches. They learn from their teammates as well. I mean, there's no way you could be a young receiver and not learn from Keenan Allen. You know how he re- releases off no press question. coverage and how he runs routes and how he separates from people. And you know, same with the offense and defensive lines. I mean, you know that that's part of uh, part of team development. It's not always just the coaching part of it. The coaches handling that. The players handle some of that as well. You talk about the mix of young and veteran the same could be said really about the coaching staff you have a mix of guys like Giff who's been around and Joe Lombardi who's been around this league a long time and then a, a, a mix of young energetic coaches that has, has really brought uh, a different energy a, a really cool vibe this offseason what have your experiences been just interacting with these guys on a daily basis yeah it's been really cool to see how Brandon really shaped his assistant coaches it was like building a team for him big on relationships but yeah, we have some players. We have some coaches that came from college that have no pro experience, um, so they bring a, like a like different perspective. Um, they all bring energy, but a different perspective um, mixed in with some coaches that have been in the league for a while. Uh, but it was uh, it was really interesting to see how the staff kind of came together. And it's just like building a team of players. Like you want everyone's strengths um, to work together to fit together, whether it's offense, defense, or special teams, and uh, make sure everyone's personalities all fit not all the same personality yeah but all fit the values that we're looking for here and and you know because you know the players are our most important asset here want to make sure we have the right people coaching them you know and every and then we want the right people every department you know because we got to make sure we take care of the players so um yeah it's it's been uh fun to watch this coaching staff work together you know with new drills new emphasis i mean it's been fun one of those players Derwin James, just seeing him this offseason flying around and seeing him back out here, you talk about some of the guys who haven't played with each other. Like Nas and Derwin have never played together. You know, uh, Joey and Derwin have only played like 12 games together, and Joey was just coming back from injury. Derwin was just coming back from injury. So to see these guys on the field together, it's got to be exciting for you because that was the end goal of mine is, is seeing these guys on the field together at the same time. Yeah, you know, when you when you draft these guys, you're hoping they're all going to be on the field <laughs> yeah. uh, together. But the one thing with Derwin that, that just jumps off and, and during our OTAs is, you know, how much of a leader he is on defense. Just, you know, take his ability out of it. Um, how he communicates with his teammates on defense, how he pushes them hard with a smile on his face. Like he, he can play with an edge, but but uh, do it the right way. Um, and, you know, like I said, lead his teammates. He knows the defense well. Um, he knows when to step up. And, uh, you know, those are things, you know, you, you know, when he wasn't playing last year, we lost all those intangibles. 
But Tom, it, it feels like it's not just the defense, though. It, it feels like it's all three phases. Like when he's on the field, you know, you, it, that that it's different. Iron sharpens iron, cliche. Yep. But it's just it is different because it feels like the offense. You see number thirty three on the other side. It, it raises your game a little bit, and it's infectious because yeah. he's so competitive. He wants to go out and you know go out as a corner and cover Keenan. Yeah. You know, last year in training camp, he was covering Keenan one play. He was covering Hunter Henry in another. And then he was rushing the passer off the edge as an outside linebacker. Um, so he pushes everybody. You know, high water raises all boats. He makes all those guys better because uh, he's such a great competitor. You know, so tough and physical and, and obviously very talented. Did it bring you back to scouting Kenneth Murray at Oklahoma when you see him with number nine out here? Yeah, a little bit. I like it. I think he looks good in number <laughs> he nine. He looks great in it. Yeah. I, I wasn't. I wasn't a huge fan of the the number rule change, but some of our players' numbers are where I kind of like it. So it's pretty work cool. Out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The the rookies, I think nine is the most that you guys, the Chargers organization, has had since two thousand four. I want to say, uh, what has the process been like getting those guys acclimated to professional football? And you know, I, I know the coaches did a great job of onboarding these guys, letting them know what the expectations were uh, throughout rookie mini camp, mini camp. And then just kind of slowly building towards becoming professionals here in training camp. Yeah, it's it's a big adjustment, and it takes more than a couple months. Yeah, it just does. So, um, a lot of what we did in the offseason program, we have to tailor it different ways for different people. Obviously, what we tailor to Joey Bosa or Keenan Allen is going to be different than we do with Josh Palmer and Trey McKitty. So we kind of have individual individualized programs for those guys and gently get them going. I mean, it's a big jump. I mean, even for guys that played in the SEC, I mean, it's just different here. Like this is now, this is your full-time job, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, this is all you do. No more going to class, no more, you know, no more papers to write. It's all football all the time. And it's what you're paid to do. Um, so there, but there's definitely a transition period with that. And, and we have a great, you know, Arthur Hightower does a lot of work with our players off the field to get them acclimated to being a professional football player, you know, away from home, uh, new environment and the more the better you can do with that the better they'll play because they won't have the distractions or head of everything that's going on off the field and arthur does a great job with that i remember 2018 the the, the team that went 12 and 4 one of the the big things was those rookies contributed to right away and it, it wasn't necessarily week one right i mean derwin did but like when justin jackson was called upon in pittsburgh he delivered right mm-hmm. when when chenna had the strip sack and in, in yeah. baltimore the wild card yes. game he delivered yep. uh, so it's almost like that slow build where hey you know you may not contribute week one or two but the expectation is these guys can pop whether it's on special teams defense and and make a an impact in the rookie year that's going to help the team. That's that's a great point. Very rarely do you have a player like, like say, like Justin Herbert or Joey that they come in from day one and they're impacting every single game. That's not common for for rookies. It just takes some time. But to have guys step up in different situations, like 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 Chenna did, you know, he closed the game out for us in yeah. a playoff game at Baltimore. I think Justin yeah. Jones started that game. It was his first start. Justin started yeah. that game. Um, you know, Chen had a great game, and you know he beat Orlando Brown around the corner, strip sack for Lamar Jackson, game over. But like I said, other game of you know Justin Jackson stepping up in the Pittsburgh game and some other games, and yeah, you do you need some guys to kind of step up, but it's just hard for them to do that for over 16 or now 17 games. But that's not what we expected of them either. Um, so it's it's kind of a natural growth, and it takes time, and every player is a little bit different. But uh, you know, if you're on the 53 man roster, you're gonna have to be contributing somewhere, or somebody else will be in that spot. You know, and so we can't wait forever, but you got to be able to take on a role, whatever that role may be. Yeah. Um, just like Justin Jones did and, and Chenna did. And now they're, now they're a lot bigger roles. Now those guys are starters. 
just the, the leadership aspect, obviously you see Justin turn into a leader uh, throughout the course of his rookie season into the year two. Uh, a guy like Corey Lindsley, who proven center, all pro last year. What does a guy like that do for an offense, knowing that he had the experience in Green Bay, playing with a future Hall of Famer and Aaron Rodgers, what he can bring to an offense and really help uh, a young player like Justin? The center position is so critical to the whole offense. Um, and you saw what it was like when, when Mike Pouncey was here. Yeah. You know, how well he played, how well the offense played when he was on the field. Um, Nick Hardwick, how well this offense played when Nick Hardwick was on the field. Um, the last team I was with, when we had Jeff Saturday on the field, it, it's it's different. You know, it's essentially you're, you're the second quarterback of the offense. You're, you're running the offensive line. You're working in concert with the quarterback behind you. I think it's great help for Justin as far as all the protections and all the things he's going to see. Corey's seen it all before. Um, so that was just a really important signing for us because it's a, it's a critical spot on your football team, uh, that center position. And, and he has all those tangibles and intangibles that we love in that position. Tom, I'll we'll get you out of here on this. SoFi Stadium with fans this year, um, the, the new uniforms, uh, a new coach, Justin Herbert going into a second year. In what ways does this training camp maybe feel different for you in comparison to other seasons as a GM or just in the NFL in general, or does it feel different? You know, for me, like every season is different and unique. So once we get to this season, everything that happened before, I just, you know, wash out, move on. Um, but you're right. Like you just said, like that's a lot of new yeah, altogether. But I, that's fine by me. I like it. I really do. There's just a lot of new energy when you have that much new stuff going on. And like you said, and you forget about the fact that the, the new stadium and, you know, having fans in the stadium. Um, but we're looking at just in a football sense, you know, an offensive scheme, is, which is brand new, because yep. we really run the same scheme since I've been here. We've had a couple different coordinators, but the, the nuts and bolts of it have been very similar. This is pretty new. Um, defensively, pretty new from, from what we've done in the past. And even there's a lot of things on special teams. Um, and I think even for veterans that are here that have played in one offensive defense for a while, a change is good. You know, for like Keenan Allen, like it's a whole new refocus on things. So not that he ever would go through the motions, but sometimes when you've been doing the same thing over and over again, hey, like, I got it, I got jolt, it. Right? Yeah. Now it's like, it's, it's a really new focus. And I think for guys like, like Keenan and Mike Williams, like it's going to be like different roles for them. It's not just going to be the same thing they've seen before. And I think that excites guys. And they've been in the league for a while and the same thing on defense. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's change in this league every single year and we're kind of used to it, you know, between, you know, personnel and coaches and GMs and scouts. And there's a lot of change in this league. Always. The way it is, the way it was built. Uh, but uh, now this is really excited about this year. And what's great for Chargers fans is there's 15 more of these open practices. It's got to be exciting to, to see the fans out here cheering on Justin, cheering on the, the team as we finally get back to normal. I know you'll be excited to see him out here and, uh, August. Yeah, I love that we're able to do this, that we can be open so much. It's a great environment. It's easy for the fans, but it's just important to us. It just you, We practice better in this time of year in front of fans, and, and I want training camp to feel different than the regular season. Um, you know, we don't go away far away for training camp, and most teams don't anymore, but when we used to do that, there was a great feeling between when you broke camp and now the season starts, you could feel the change. Um, we're close to home, but this feels a lot different because the it fans does. are out here. And then once regular season, like you can just, it's, it's like the next step and you can feel it. So, um, no, I'm loved. I love it that, that, you know, Fred Mass and everybody behind the scenes is able to do this. And I know it's great for the fans, but it's just great for us too. 
I'm, I'm not saying anything negative about Zoom. Zoom works. I prefer this much better. Doing the, doing the podcast in person in front of fans at training camp. I appreciate your time, Tom. No, thanks for having me on. This is great. Thank you. You got it. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. A big thanks to Tom Telesco for joining me. And of course, thanks to you all for listening. Be sure to download and subscribe to the Chargers Podcast Network, wherever you listen to podcasts. Full video episodes also on the Chargers YouTube channel, chargers.com and the app. So be sure to check that out. We hope to see you at Jack Hammett Sports Complex on Friday or Saturday. Have a great weekend. And until next time, I'm Chris Hayward.